Hello and welcome to the update, an academic Senate recap from the BSS perspective, brought to you by your representatives and host, Alexis Aguilar and Carrie Ryer. Welcome to the 29th episode of our podcast, Foothill Calling, bringing you the update on Academic Senate. The major topics discussed at our meeting were shared governance at Foothill, integrated planning committee and program review, division restructuring update, strategic vision for equity implementation update, and the AP 4130 faculty hiring procedures, we had a second read. So as far as the shared governance at Foothill, the Academic Senate representatives attended another thought partners retreat. The proposal so far calls for a single governing committee that includes a combination of constituency-based and mission-based representation. The membership-based would include reps from the college president's office, the ASFC, the classified Senate, academic Senate unions, which include the FA, ACE, Teamsters, SEIU, and AMA. The mission base would include reps from transfer, CTE, equity, empowerment, access, and community. Other community members will be brought in as needed for each particular agenda item. Also discussed was updating the college mission, refining the governing structure and drafting a governance handbook and onboarding course. And we're really looking to reflect upon what does shared governance mean at our college? So that's more than a philosophical question. We really want to understand what it means to everyone involved. We need feedback. When would you feel okay to move forward and have this single council start meeting? And what conditions and requirements do you want to see met prior to your reps agreeing to this single council? So we also had an update. Ram came and announced that he is convening an integrated planning committee to focus on a few different things, including program review. It would also look at basic institutional planning and budget like IPB&T, I think it used to be called. So if you are interested in program review and integrated planning, please let us know so we can forward your interest to Ram. And we talked about division restructuring update. We have Kurt Hugh from administration, and he said there's an effort to return the college divisions to the original configuration prior to the infamous hub uh, <laughs> idea, which <laughs> no one really seemed to like, right? We're kind of taking that back. Sorry, didn't mean it. I'm going back <laughs> to, to what we originally had. The administration is planning to separate also a few divisions and hire the necessary deans. For example, kinesiology and athletics will again be separate from fine arts and communications. That division never really made sense to me. You know, <laughs> me either. Fine arts, so they're being separated. And a new dean of allied health will be created. After that, we talked about the strategic vision for equity implementation. So as you may remember, we do have a document, our strategic vision for equity, but now we need to put it into practice. 
our Dean of Equity, Ajani Berg, urged us to collaborate to develop action plans to bring about the goals identified in our strategic vision for equity. And those action plans can be created and implemented at different levels. They can be at the program level, the department level, the division level, or college-wide level. We as faculty, of course, have a lot to say and a lot of ideas to provide to make this implementation happen. All right. We also had a second read of AP 4130 regarding the faculty hiring procedures, specifically focusing our conversation largely on the inclusion of students on the hiring committees. According to the latest draft version that we have of AP 4130, it would change the language of the search committee membership to the following. It says, the search committee shall be established by the department or program faculty in consultation with the dean. The consultation shall be transparent and inclusive of all faculty in the department program and allow sufficient time for faculty input. Members of the search committee may include full-time and part-time faculty, classified staff, students, and or administrators. Members of the search committee may be from either campus. The majority of the search committee shall be faculty. To serve on the search committee, faculty must be from the discipline or related discipline and must be either part-time faculty with re-employment preference, full-time tenured faculty, or tenure-track faculty in phase three of their probationary period. When clear and compelling academic and or professional circumstances warrant, other faculty may be included on the search committee after consultation between the president of the academic senate and the college president. Special circumstances may include, but are not limited to, the addition of uh, discipline expertise and enhancing the diversity of the committee. The appropriate academic senate representative shall forward a list of faculty designated to serve on the search committee to the academic senate. All faculty appointments to search committees must be confirmed by the Academic Senate before the search committee begins its work, and students wishing to serve on a faculty hiring committee will be appointed by the student government, either DASG or ASFC, and must be in good academic standing and enrolled in at least eight units, or the equivalent to be determined in collaboration with the search committee chair appropriate DSP and DRC designatee. Any student serving on the search committee shall not be enrolled in courses in the department during the hiring process. It would actually change quite a few things from the current policy. Of course, the addition of students and the requirement that the students be identified by the student governments in good academic standing with at least eight units. It also changes the specifications for faculty. So the requirement that a faculty can only serve if they are either part-time, tenured, or in phase three of the tenure process would also be a new restriction. It would restrict any full-time tenure track faculty in phase one or two from serving on a search committee. That seems like a serious limitation to me. Agreed. We will continue to have this conversation. DeAnza, we actually got an update that their academic senate moved to restrict student involvement to only the teaching demonstration and not be considered as full members of the search or selection committees. And our draft currently has students serving on both the search and selection committees. Again, this is going to keep coming back at 
probably the next academic senate meeting for more conversations let us know how you feel about that language your thoughts on students serving on the committee as full committee members versus students perhaps just playing a role in the teaching demonstration aspect and how you feel about this new restriction placed upon faculty participation in the search committee membership right so playing a role in just in the teaching demonstration that would mean an advisory role that's pretty much yep me too all right we have some announcements first and foremost please 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 consider running for yeah, office run. run you can do it everyone in our division is awesome so you all would be fantastic in a senate leadership position it'll be fun having candidates and campaigns and voting it's, you know it's democratic absolutely not to mention all the cool people you get to hang out with and meet and students and services and so many things. The benefits of serving in one of those positions are just really endless. Right. And you get release time or stipend. Right? Correct. There is release time associated with all of those positions. If you're a part-timer, you get a stipend. I stipend. Mm -hmm. yeah. Correct. All right. We also need names of anyone who may be interested in serving on the Institutional Planning and Budget Committee that Ram was talking about. And the Distance Education Plan Committee is also forming. So if you are interested in serving in that regard as well, please let us know. DSS, we need your input on the following. What is the purpose of shared governance at Foothill? So as I said earlier, that's more than a rhetorical question. It's a real question. Why do we have shared governance? That's the first thing we need to answer before we can put it together. Also, when would you want your reps to approve convening the governance council? So as we talked about, a single governance council is going to be formed. When would you want us to approve the formation and convening of that council? And last but not least, do you want us to vote? for or against the updates in AP 4130 that Carrie read you in detail. Make sure to give us your opinion on all these important matters of the Senate. Please let us know what your thoughts are by using our Vox Pop or Verbum Pop Padlets. Yeah, not a lot of people have been using those. So I'm really encouraging you. I put the links in our discussion, Senate Matters. And just a reminder, one is where you can just leave us a note and it's anonymous. Or you can leave us a voice recording, which we can play in our podcast. Yeah, you can also reach out to us via email or on the BSS Canvas shell through our discussion forums, Senate Matters, because we discuss matters of the Senate. And what we discuss, as you well know, really <laughs> matters. Yeah, it does. Okay, we will meet next on 228 from. 2 to 4 p.m. If you would like to attend any or all of the meetings, you will find the Zoom link on the Academic Senate's Foothill page at foothill.edu slash Senate, representing you in solidarity. I'm Carrie. And I'm Alexis. Have a great, great day. day. <laughs> we did it again. Woo!